It's time for the Fun Size Show! Welcome back to the Fun Size Show. Just the right size of a podcast and part of the Pop Culture Network here. The Fun Size Podcast. Today we are joined by friend of the show, Andy Shaw. Well, hello, Ken. Nice to be here. Nice to be here as well. Now, you're one of the people who have donated $25 to be on this show, but more importantly, to help out the Rockin' Pod 2018. Yes, sir. Glad to help. Why did you decide to do this? Well, you know, I've been listening to, uh, what do you have, five or six episodes out now, and I thought it was uh, a fun show, and uh, the fact that I could help out the Rock and uh, Pod Expo uh, was kind of a two-for-one deal. Well, we really appreciate it. Everybody from all the different shows, you know, your money's going to help go to securing the venue and make sure that everybody has a good time, and well, we hope to have you there, and I, I, I know that it's the same day as your wife's birthday, correct? <laughs> uh, same weekend, correct. Yeah. yeah. So that might be a, a, a tough sell to say, honey, I'm flying off to Nashville for the weekend to hang out with a bunch of rock and roll podcasters. You tell her to get there, and John Lamoureux, Matt Porter, and myself will do three-part harmony happy birthday. Oh, my goodness. How would I ever top it for you know the next year, Ken? There's just no way. It would be the ultimate. That's right. Besides, we'd give you a fun-sized candy bar in person. See how that would work? Excellent. I, I prefer Almond Joy myself. Almond Joy. Yeah. Almond Joy is, is an underrated candy bar. Totally. I mean, what more do you need? You have coconut, you have chocolate, and you have an almond. Well, some people are either allergic or claim to be allergic or hate coconut. You live in a world with those people. <laughs> no matter how demented and twisted they may be. Well, I make no judgments. I'm just saying that, like, you got to take that into account, right? Understood, understood. Like, for example, I hate mayonnaise. Hate it, hate it, hate it. There are people that love mayonnaise. There are people that probably bathe in mayonnaise. I, I hate it. But, I don't think we want to see what they do in their personal lives with the mayonnaise, Ken. Right, exactly. Yeah. But it just it sickens me how many times you'll go to a restaurant and if you order a sandwich, it comes with mayo it's, it's stock right it's not stock it's vile but anyway <laughs> i guess that uh, i just screwed our hellman's sponsorship of the show so there you go and you know with you can i always learn more by accident than elsewhere by design well that's that's a good thing <laughs> right that's right? right there we go that's true that's true there's there's always something to be learned right here on the fun size show <laughs> so without further ado, are you ready to play, sir? I'm ready. Let's rock and roll. All right. I will have ten questions and three guesses to try to ascertain or guess the artist and the song that you have picked. All right. Fire away. You think you got me? Oh, I got you, Padre of Podcasting. Okay. All right. So here we go. Cue up that tense thinking music and, and all those game shows. Are you ready? I'm ready. Please log in your artist and song. Boop, boop, beep. Boop, boop, beep. Done. All right. Lock and load. Here we go. Question number one. Is this a group, a solo performer, or a duo? 
this would be a solo performer. Hmm. Question two. What decade was this artist's biggest decade? Uh, let's see. I would say the 1960s were the biggest decade, but continued to have success into the 70s. Mm-hmm. And you said this was a solo performer, right? Solo performer, sir. That's not a question. That's just me running the... You're just noodling on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, yes. just letting it cook in the broth here. <laughs> and the recesses of my mind... Okay, so it's a solo performer from the 60s that also had some success in the 70s. Yeah, but much greater in the 60s. I, I'll give you that much. Yeah, so, yep. so it's not Elvis because he had his best fame in the 50s, I would say. Thank you very much, Kim. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, so it's not Elvis. Boy, when you think of solo artists, that's, that's kind of hard. Hmm. Was was this person a, a teen idol? Uh, you know, I would say the person would be in the... It kind of straddles on the teen idol world. I think this person probably... I know they appeared in, you know, your 16 magazine and Tiger Beat, but not to the extent of... Uh, you know, let's say a Beatles or something. But, I mean, I, they were... This person... Yes, was represented in the teen teen idol set. How's that? Now, Bobby Sherman had some success in the '60s, but I would really say that he really had more success in the '70s. Had that TV show he was in, Seven Brides for Seven Whatever. I don't remember what it was. I think he was too busy playing his Moog synthesizer. Yeah, yeah. Him and Mickey. That's right, Frankie Fontana. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he's no Davy Jones. No, no, he's no. Da- this person's no <laughs> Davy Jones. So, okay, Tom Jones had a really good run in the '60s. Yes. What country is this person from? This person is from the United States of America. So that lets out Tom Jones, Engelbert Humperdinck. Oh yeah, get Engelbert out of here. Yeah, so many people, so many people. Wow, wow, wow. <sighs> Let me think. Okay, question number five. We, I, I haven't asked a lot of questions. It's a lot of discussion, but not a lot of questions. A lot of noodling, yeah. Yeah, a lot of noodling, as you say. Okay, did this guy have, like, several large hits? Or, like, like would his greatest hits be a double-sided 45 or something like that? This artist would have, and does have, a Greatest Hits package. CD, yeah. So not, it's not a 45. It's not a two-sider. This is a, a Greatest Hits. So he's got a really oh. good body of work. I don't know if we've specified yet the gender. Oh, my. Well, then, question That's, six. Uh-huh. Is this a male or female? It is a male. It is I'm a, just ah, boy <laughs> wasted that. <laughs> so what do we have here? We have a guy who was from the United States who has a a, a decent greatest hits p- package, you know, full albums worth, 
and uh, primarily in the 60s and was uh, could be considered on the Teen Idol set. Oh, crap. <sighs> trying to figure this out. This is... This is... There's so many ways this could go, right? Oh, there is. There is. You've, you've picked one to stump me. Well, you know, it, what can okay. I say? It's okay. You can, you can. Um, I have, I have love in my heart for you, Ken. I don't do this out of malice towards you. <laughs> Is this person primarily a pop artist? Would you say? If you were to describe this person's style of music, like, would it be folk? Would it be pop? Would it be country? Would it be, you know, what have you? Well, let's see here. I would say, is rock and roll, or do you need a little bit more splitting here? Rock, rock and roll is pretty good, but, you know, I'm thinking, okay. Rock and roll with a touch of blue-eyed soul. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. And you're listening to the smooth sounds of rock and roll with blue-eyed soul on the Fun Size Podcast with Ken Mills. That's right. As I'm bowling this one, I'm not, I'm running out of things here. Like, uh, so it's when I think of someone that might be a, uh, you know, uh, someone that could have been in those magazines that lets out like Bob Dylan. There weren't like the cute pictures of Bob Dylan walking around. Like, here's you know, here's what Bob's mom has to say about him. It wasn't things like that. <laughs> No, no. Unfortunately, Bob did not have a Coco Dolans in his life to do some of those sixteen magazines. Uh, yeah. You know, this is what uh, this is what Mickey does in his spare time, and this is. And again, it's not Elvis because he's more fifties, though he yeah, did have. I mean, he did straddle the fifties, sixties. Yeah, and 70s. but if it was Elvis, I would have told you the fifties because I would have. I think that's his bigger. Period. Yeah. You get to the '60s with those movies, and oh boy, it goes yeah, down. There's a lot of bad stuff there. 1962 to about 1967 are some pretty slim years there. Harem, scarem. That's all I got to say. And as much as I love like uh, James Brown and Ray Charles, I don't see them like being in Sixteen magazine. No, and those are the real soul singers, not the blue-eyed soul singers. Yeah, yeah. So it's. It's definitely, hmm. See, Wayne Fontana and the Mindbenders wouldn't be because, oh, 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 oh. Uh-oh. Is this guy into slow dancing? Uh, he might be. And swaying to the music? <laughs> it's quite possibly that he, Is this uh... Johnny Rivers? Bing, bing, bing. Yes. You are correct, Ken. Okay. All right. So now we got to pick the song. I have three more questions and two more guesses. So oh boy. Oh we're boy. doing good. Now, this is one of his biggest hits. And I'm going to, since it was from the 60s, you're saying it was from the 60s. I'm assuming, which is making an ass out of myself, <laughs> that this is one of his big songs from the 60s because i'll tell you what that slow dance and swaying to the music oh my god what a great song oh it's fantastic what a great and, song you know, i'm from minneapolis mm -hmm. i'm uh and in the late 80s they even used that on our light fm 
WLTE here in the Twin Cities, uh, when they would do their TV promos, they would have the slow dancing uh, music in the background when they would talk over saying, oh, it's the Light FM, Light 103 FM on your dial. 103 FM, WLTE. There you go. And that was probably in, you know, 88, 89, and uh, Slow Dancing came out in 77. We'll be back with some Barry Manilow. <laughs> the Bay City Rollers coming up next. Yeah, there you go. So we, I've got to pick one of his songs. Now, are you the kind of guy who's more like into the James Bond kind of a thing? Because if so, that would be Secret <laughs> Agent Man. But... I don't know if you're going to pick that. You might be a guy that's like on the wrong side of town. So, you know, maybe it's that song. Another great song. Here's the issue, Ken. Like I said, this guy has a greatest hits package. Mm -hmm. This is not a double-sided greatest hits. Oh, no. I mean, he's got the Midnight Special. I mean, this Where Have All the Flowers Gone, Maybelline, Mountain of Love. Now, here's some trivia for you, Podfather. Yeah. 1964 the Beatles go to LA mm-hmm. and you know the people hosting them said where do you want to go and they said we want to go check out Johnny Rivers at the Whiskey A Go Go yeah and that's uh, so that's when they came to town they wanted to see him and he's got that great version of Memphis that he recorded you know that went to number two in the summer of 1964 so uh, one of my question question seven is it memphis it is not memphis sir okay all right question number eight let's see i'm i'm figuring that you're gonna pick one of his biggest hits so i'm i'm gonna go between secret agent man and poor side of town so i've got two more guesses and i'm going to say is it poor side of town Ah, you got me, Podfather. Yes! Ah! Did you see how I swirled the drain and figured it out? (laughs) Ah, see, I thought you were going down a different path when you started talking Tom Jones and Wayne Fontana. I was just trying to figure it all out. Uh, You know, this is a great song. Oh, this is when, you know, John Lamoureux, every song, John Lamoureux of the Hustle podcast, folks, you know, every song is his favorite song. Mm Mm-hmm. But this one, this was the song for me right here. Let me say that again. Well, without further ado or don't, please intro the song. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Johnny Rivers and the number one song from November 12th, 1966, The Poor Side of Town. Tell me how much you missed me When the last time I saw you You wouldn't even kiss me That rich guy you've been seeing Must have put you down So welcome back, baby to the post side of town To him you were nothing But a little plaything 
give you a fun size candy bar yes almond joy right yeah you could we've got one of those assortment things over there oh, so excellent. whatever you want so i have to ask why did you pick this song out of all the thousands and millions and hundreds of thousands and tens of songs why did you pick this one and why did you pick this artist you know, this just is a song that uh, I still remember hearing it for the first time in my mom's car on a dark, rainy night, and it's just one of those songs that got into my, uh, you know, an earworm uh, that got into my soul and has just never left. Uh, this has probably been my favorite song for the last 30 years. Wow. Yeah. It's definitely a good one, but you were stumped by Ken Mills. Yes. You know, there's, oh no, there's a lot of people that have been very glad to have been stumped by me, but <laughs> that's an entire different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so Ken, you know, there was a song that the poor side of town knocked off the charts at number one back in 1966. Do you know what that song is? Hmm. I have no idea. Tell me. 
uh, it would be the last train to Clarksville. Wow. So this song took down last train to Clarksville. You got it. And then you keep me hanging on by the Supremes took down the poor side of town. Three great songs, you know, songs about something like a lot of songs nowadays. They're like, you know, she make me grunt. Uh, 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 she make me grunt. Uh, that's not a song. I just made it up, but it's songs are about as stupid as that now. Right. It's, uh, I listen to what my 15-year-old son's listening to, and I, I just kind of shake my head. But I'm sure my my parents did the same thing when I was listening to you know Motley Crue in the 80s. So, uh-huh. what's your son's first name, and what is he listening to? I'm curious. Oh gosh, well my son's name is Parker, and he uh, pretty much just listens exclusively to hip hop these days. Mm-hmm. So, any artists that you could mention? Uh, G Easy. <laughs> You're making that up, right? No, no. The and I actually he performed at the uh, the Minnesota State Fair a couple summers ago, and I took my son to it. His name is Capital G Space E A Z Y G Z. Oh, I see, believe I'm pronouncing it correctly. See, see, I thought it might have had something to do with that he was sponsored by the GE Corporation. I don't know. <laughs> but like, there's a there's yeah. there's uh, the weekend. Have you ever heard of the, the weekend? Yes, I'm familiar yeah. with the weekend. And uh, Post Post Malone? Not familiar with Post Malone. There's actually some good stuff there, but uh, I remember when I first heard Post Malone, I I put a Post Malone, I've been into him for a long time. I remember him when he was pre-Malone. Oh, boy. (laughs) That one did not set the Twitter universe on fire. Post Malone, pre Malone. Oh, I have a horrible joke I've been doing lately. If I was still doing stand up, this would be in my act. Be like, you know, there's just the silver age of television and the golden age of television. I think that when Law and Order started, from there to the last CSI, that was the blood and semen age of television. <laughs> you could do a drinking game every time they said oh. blood and semen. Uh, you know, that's my, my favorite Smithereens song. Blood and Semen? No, Blood and Roses. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I always feel dirty, like I need a moist towelette every time. It <laughs> kind of bothers me. Well, I have to ask you, was it worth it? Was You're finally on the Fun Size Podcast. Was it worth it, sir? Oh, it was worth it, sir. Excellent, excellent. Well, we are so glad, and hopefully you'll make it out to the Rock'em Pod 2018. And we will see everyone on the next episode of Your Fun Size Show. Say goodbye, Andy. Goodbye, Andy. And that's our show. The Fun Size Show is part of the Pop, a pop culture podcast network. A concept from the dumbass mind of the podfather, Ken Mills. Any samples of music or TV heard here remain the property of their owners. Opinions heard here belong to the people who express them and may not reflect the views of our staff. If you like something you heard, buy it today. And if you enjoy the show, like us on Facebook or Twitter and rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm your announcer, Christine Wolf, saying... Remember to make every day fun-sized. That was romantic, right?
passionate, yeah. No, Brony, that was too little too late. Too little? You said it was a good size. When a girl says it's a good size, it's a nice way of saying that it's small. Hey! Still love it loud? So do we. Rockin' Pod returns to Nashville on Saturday, August 25th. Over 25 rock podcasts from all over North America. Recording on-site. Vinyl and memorabilia dealers selling the best in rock merchandise. And awesome rock musicians and personalities participating in signing sessions and on-stage panel discussions throughout the day. Special guests include current and former members of Korn, Kiss, Angel, Winger, Loudness, Except, Bang Tim. Dango, King Tracy, as well as producers that have worked with Slayer, Ozzy, Alice Cooper, Seven Dust, and many more. More guests being added weekly. Don't miss your chance to be part of an awesome celebration of all things rock. Rock and Pod takes place at the legendary Nashville Palace, August 25th, 2018. More details available at rockandpod.com. That's R-O-C-K-N-P-O-D.com. The Nashville Rock and Pod Expo. Brought to you by Blind Tiger Record Club. School of Rock Nashville and School of Rock Franklin, a DBG Productions event.